Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for critical thinking. Welcome into critical thinking on this uncomfortable truth Thursday here on the program. It is myself at the Coppins Show. Also alongside me is at the Pat Oni Show. Um, Pat, it is Thursday. Have you have you game planned out what you're going to be talking about this weekend on the Pat Oni Show? That POS. Uh, well, I, I'm part of the show. I'm actually going to replay the interview from the other day uh, with Steve Dace. So, um, part of the second half of my show will be that. The first half of the show, I'm actually I'm talking with a couple different ideas, so I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. Um, but one of which might be more of a breakdown of Steve's book um, and doing what you believe. But but looking at it from a um, just a principled standpoint and kind of just laying some some truths out there is what I'm, what I'm playing around with right now. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, though. I might I might take the first half a different direction. We'll see. Depends on what happens. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, the good news is that uh, Steve Dace. um interview has helped uh, grow our base a little bit so thank you to everybody who has subscribed to the rumble page um over the past week again that is rumble.com backslash critical thinking rumble.com backslash critical thinking if you're new to the program thank you so much for tuning in you can listen to us starting on podcast or on our rumble page at noon eastern time every single monday through friday and of course, you are always welcome to listen on Mojo Five O Radio. We are there at 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Um, the difference between the podcast and and the um, uh, the situation on Mojo is just time, and uh, you you'll skip through fewer commercials, if you will, uh, when we go through the Rumble page and when you go to um, 
the podcast. So you have options as to how you want to listen to us each and every day. Thanks to everyone who listens, who watches, however you consume this program. Let us know what your favorite way to consume the program is. Again, I'm at The Coppin Show on, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Getter. Pat is at The Pat Oni Show on virtually all those same social media platforms. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, just interact with us on a daily basis. Um, we We love our wonderful friends on social media. Now, Pat, um, yesterday, uh, the president of the United States of America got up in front of the nation and spoke. Now, one of the things that I, I want to preface this, Pat, what was one of the major contentions that I had about Joe Biden and his candidacy for president in 2020? One of the major things that I said that was good about his candidacy from a if you want to win perspective. Uh, if you want to win perspective, don't let him speak. Bingo. Yeah. They hid him in his basement. And as frustrating as some people found it, it was brilliant strategy. Why? Because you can, number one, control the environment, which is always your goal in communications, right? You don't want to be right. ambushed. You don't want to be put into situations uh, in which you, you could potentially risk injuring your image or your candidacy, right? Number two, um, it also allowed them to um, put a teleprompter in front of him or put notes in front of him or put him in front of really friendly in, uh, interviews. And then right. number three, it allowed him to stay on message as much as possible. And that didn't even work in certain times, and we'll get into that later. But my whole contention is that because the media has been in, in the pocket of leftism for a very long time, they were never going to push back on that strategy, right? Now, if Donald Trump attempted to hide in his basement or in his palatial um, estate at Mar-a-Lago, Right. If he tried to hide out, they'd be all over his ass. Right. It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't right. have worked the same way. But it works for Biden. And be, and it does. The main thing that it does is it hides his big time weakness, and that is his mental capacity. But yesterday we had the president of the United States get out in front of the cameras in a press conference in which it is largely as uncontrolled of an environment as you could put him in front of. Yes. Right? Yes. Because absolutely. while the press may have some questions and you may be able to, you know, give him a list of people to call on, which is very frequent, um, you can't control the questions that are going to be asked. You might be able to pre-screen them, which would be ridiculously stupid and a violation of freedom of the press, but um you, you still have a highly uncontrolled environment. And he stepped in it, right? Uh-huh. And what did conservative media do when he stepped in it, Pat? Oh, they, they had a field day with it is what they did. Yeah, you want to talk about conservative media porn? <laughs> it was that. I'm not kidding you, because what, the Daily Wire wrote at least 10 articles on it? Um, I, 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 
I mean, Red State, The Blaze, everybody, and everybody's talking about it. But, Pat, my contention yesterday, and I wrote this on Twitter, is that many of us keep tuning into these Biden pressers as if they matter at all. And my contention is that there is only one of them that will matter. And it's the one in which he pulls a Boris Johnson and declares the federal mask mandates dead. Because once that happens, what is the state and local? This is the unraveling, right? And we saw part of this, right? The 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 off ramp, the the way, and the signal that um, maybe we should stop doing all these crazy things came when Biden said, "Federally, we have no control. We can't do anything about Omicron or Omicron." Right? Yet here we are, still with mask mandates, vaccine passports, you know. Um, you unwashed masses, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Until then, I continued on Twitter. Why give this senile man any more attention? What's what say you on that? Hmm. Well, I understand where you're coming from. And yes, the, the Boris Johnson-like press conference from a Joe Biden presidency would, would certainly matter. But other than that, what what does anything that this man has to say matter? It matters to a point because it helps. I think it would help the American people if they're truly paying attention at the end of the day. It helps the American people understand the sad state that we're in. It helps the American people understand, oh, crap, we voted for the wrong guy in, 20, in 2020. It helps them understand we've been duped. We need to pay attention to these people, and that includes Joe Biden himself, by the way, mm. to understand what in the hell is really going on. In that sense, they matter. It, it, does Joe do Biden himself? Well, yeah, because here's the thing. Does Joe Biden himself really matter? I would contend probably not, but it's not him that, that we ultimately have to pay attention to. It's his handlers and how his handlers get out in front of what he says not so much Joe Biden himself. So in that sense, yes, listening to what what he has to say does matter. Okay. And and the reason I said that and the reason I asked that is partially because of what you said. Mm. Because he doesn't even understand the words that are coming out of his mouth nine times out of ten. Right. So why pay attention? Why? Right. Now, Having thought through this a little bit more, I think I might have been a little bit wrong. And it's important in critical thinking to admit when you're wrong. It's important in life to admit when you're wrong. And here's where I was wrong, Pat. When he begins to saber rattle, when he begins to speak senile to the world and gets us into a situation we may not be able to get out of on the international stage, it matters. And yesterday he had, what he said when it came to Russia and the Ukraine, very scary. Yeah. Because 
what he says matters there, right? And so I think that's the part that I I think we have to pay attention to is when he's talking off the cuff and not off the prompter. Because it's that time that we're going to get ourselves in trouble. Because when it comes to foreign policy, if he's talking from the prompter, it is the State Department talking. It is the Secretary of State. It is his handlers talking, right? Nothing nothing could necessarily go wrong there because they're not going to look out for or they're not going to look to provoke war necessarily unless war has already been provoked from the other side. I, I, I firmly believe that. I really do. I don't see us starting a war to start a war. I, I, it doesn't make any sense, especially when it comes to Russia. Right. Now, having said that, our president basically said, go ahead and annex Ukraine. He basically said that. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Ukraine's a NATO ally, are they not? I don't know if they're in NATO, but they are part of the treaty, right? So I think part of the treaty is that we will, will we will protect the uh, Ukraine. I'm not a hundred percent sure which is the case. They they originally were not part of NATO. I know that. But I think they might have become part of NATO relatively recently. I don't know the full history. And again, part of critical thinking is admitting when you don't know something. Well, so here's here's my my contention there. So um, if they if they are part of the treaty, wouldn't we be going against said treaty and and, and failing to uphold that treaty if we let Russia take the Ukraine? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know this for a hundred percent sure. I, I'm just throwing this out there. Like, isn't that, isn't that what we would be doing? Yeah, I, I get where you're going. Uh, and by mm. the way, they are not a full member of NATO. Okay. Um, now, in 2020, Ukraine joined NATO's Enhanced Opportunity Partner Interoperability Program. I don't even know what that means. My head hurts. Yeah. It does not prejudge any decision on NATO membership. Um, so I guess my, my contention is this. We have a president who is so senile, so out of his own mind, and it is nothing that... I don't ascribe ulterior motives to him. Okay, right now. They're not his motives. I feel sorry for him. I I feel empathy for him. Having gone through parts of this with multiple people in my family, it's not easy dealing with people who are losing their mental faculties. It's also not easy to tell them, hey, you can't do their job anymore. But as we sit on the brink of Russia and Ukraine and China and Taiwan in those situations, this is where presidential leadership matters. Because you have to know who's in place diplomatically, right? Who's on your diplomatic team? Who who can you trust? Who do you not trust? Where do they stand? What are they going to do? 
What is your position? How is that conveyed? All of that wonderful goodness matters deeply right now. Because one wrong step and there's something that we can't come back from. One way or the other, by the way. And I'm not I'm not judging one way or the other, right? You know my stance. The not aggression principle. Right. That's my stance. But at the same point in time, we have this entangled alliance, right? With Taiwan, with Ukraine. And going back on those words, like we kind of did in Afghanistan, I would argue, matters. It really does because it matters to those that we try to do um, either militarily or financially or trade. When we try to do those deals, when we try to do treaties and things like that, it matters, right? How can we trust your word? And, and so I think part of my statement was wrong, but part of it is correct in that domestically, who gives a crap? Why give this man any more power over your life? He doesn't rule you. He doesn't rule me. He doesn't rule anybody. In And until he gets up and gives us our freedom, right, and says no more of this on the federal level, no more, and that thread completely unravels, until that happens, nothing he says domestically matters. And I can prove it with some financial numbers. I can prove it with his poll numbers. I can prove it with all sorts of things, right? Right. None of it matters. None of what he says matters domestically. And there's no greater proof, Pat, of that than the lack of the ability to whip his side of the aisle into getting his agenda passed. Again, we our contention is that it's not his agenda. It is the agenda of his handlers. It is the agenda of the people he surrounds himself with. And that again, as we as we talked about the 2020 election, I didn't like a lot of what Donald Trump had to say, but the reality of the situation is this. I would trust that the people around Donald Trump were much more on our side in leaning that direction than anything to do with the handlers and the people that he was signaling would surround him on the other side. I don't trust the socialist as far as I could throw him. I don't trust any of those people. Look at all the people that surround him economically, financially, um, spiritually. I don't trust any of them. Foreign policy, I don't know if you could trust them. Right? But my, my larger point was this. He can't even get his agenda through when they hold both parts of Congress and the Senate. They hold all the cards. And arguably, they also hold the Supreme Court at times. Is is this not the most incompetent Congress since the 2016 GOP-controlled Congress. I mean, because here, here's here's my contention with this. That 2016 GOP Congress didn't really get a lot done. They really didn't. I think the 2020 Congress is uh, 
getting even less done than that 2016 GOP Congress did. What what of the Biden administration agenda have they passed? Infrastructure, the um, 500 million um, KN95 masks, the at-home testing kits, Pat. Oh, wait. That infrastructure bill has stalled in the Senate, right? Uh-huh. Um, that uh, Build Back Better plan. Uh-huh. How about HR1? I mean, the Freedom to Vote Act. Act. Uh-huh. Um, wait, that didn't pass either. Okay. Yeah. I get where you're I get what you're putting down here, and that's my point is that none of what he speaks matters. None of it. Domestically. Internationally, I think it does. Because he represents the word of America. And right. Putin and Xi Jinping and all other world leaders are going to take him seriously. Whether we should take that seriously or not, they do. Whether he should be speaking on anything foreign policy or not, they take his words seriously. And when he fumbles like he did yesterday, it matters. That part matters. It absolutely does because it's it's a difference between the potential of life and death of American troops, right? Right. And so that part of it matters. But to your point domestically, how, I, I think this, and, and we talked about this off air, Pat. Two principled individuals named Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. As much as I don't think that we would agree on much in terms of policy, they're showing us more so than the re- I, I just oh, Pat, I just I just can't even with some of these people. And oh, by the way, Pat, um, here in Illinois, mm. right? January fifteenth, oh we had a seven-day rolling average of one hundred and twenty-five deaths. January seventeenth, we're down to a seven-day rolling average of eighty-eight. And um, one, two, yeah. Um, what in the absolute crap is going on here? You might ask. Ah. <sighs> Ugh. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Uh, I mean, like I said, this is, we are being led by derangement. We are being led by fear. We're not, when we look to, because I talked a little bit about this on the other day, uh, when we look to the churches, and are they leading by faith or are they leading by fear? We know how our government's leading us, or at least in some parts of this country still. They are leading us very much by fear rather than by actual facts and data and really faith at the end of the day. Yeah. This is pure derangement. This is pure fear. This is this is absolutely sick. And and we wonder why people this is divided so many people. It's the fear, the anger, the hate, the yeah. suffering. And, and and we've talked about this ad nauseum, but but the point that we are trying to get you to understand is that as we talk about our theme, right? Get used to different. The difference here is that you must understand 
that there are going to be people in your lives, there are going to be people around you that you cannot share a country with because of all the fear, the hate, the suffering. And I, I told the story um, last week uh, about my mom telling me about um, somebody else, right? And that somebody else being the most panic porn, uh, fear-induced individual, don't go outside of the house, you know, mask everywhere all the time, you know, COVID won't come to my home, you know, type of an individual, right? The entire family got COVID. How, how does that happen? It happens because it's going to get you one way or the other. And if you want to live that life of fear and panic, that's fine. Go ahead and do that. I'm not going to stop you from doing that. But don't bring me down with you. That's the point here. And the, the, the reality is that that group of people, right, they want to bring you down with them. Because of the fear, the hate, the suffering. And so the get used to different portion of this is you have to be okay with letting go of some of these people in your lives. You do. Whether they are family, whether they are lifelong friends, whether they are your next door neighbor or people inside your own household, you have to be okay letting go. You have to be okay saying, I love you, but I can't do this. And it's okay. And you have to start being okay reshaping the world in which you live in. You have to be okay saying, I don't need to read the Salt Lake Tribune. You have to be okay saying, you know what? My routine is going to change. You have to be okay not buying products from certain companies, right? We have to be okay with our lives being different going forward. You just have to be okay with it. And different isn't always bad. That's the reality of which we live in. So going forward, get used to different in your lives and start realizing you have to reorder your life and that's okay. So we have a lot to get to when it comes to um, the WTF Wednesday portion of the show, which we are getting to. By the way, do not forget you can follow us on social media. I'm at The Coppin Show. Pat is at The Pat Oni Show. You can always subscribe to our Rumble page where you can see this show in its entirety and clips from the show and more. And that is going to be rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Hit the subscribe button. Rumble our videos so that the more the more you simply give it a plus that's all you have to do give it a plus hit the plus sign and the more that you do that the more people will see our videos so if you're of the tens of people that see the video every day just please do us a favor and hit that that plus button it's kind of like the like button um the thumbs up button on on youtube the more that you do that the more we get to be seen by other people it's just the reality of how, how that works. So subscribe and hit that button. You're good to go. We appreciate you, all of you that subscribe every single day. And um, 
beyond that, Pat, um, we want people to know that we do have the criticalthinkingshow.com location. Um, we're kind of revamping that and, and reconfiguring how we want to use it. Um, so, you know, you might not see a lot of content on there right now, at least new content, but um, but w- we will be uh, using it more and more here in the year of 2022. Um, beyond that, though, I think it's time for us to uh, to play the B or not the B. Are you ready? Let's do it. Are you ready for today's headline? About as ready as Northwestern was to lose last night to my Wisconsin Badgers. Your number eight ranked Wisconsin Badgers, by the way. Oh, oh and, and congratulations on uh, beating up on the uh, Sisters of the Poor last night there, Pat. Yeah. What? By the way, who was that school? I've never IUPUI? heard of them before. They're, they're in the Horizon yeah. League with, uh, with Green Bay and Milwaukee and... Um, Detroit, Mercy, and a bunch of other schools. It's a very good so, league. Uh, so, but yeah, but they they've won one game all year. Yeah, they're a really bad team in that league. Yeah, like so they're they're worse than uh, the University of Wisconsin Green Bay, who's won I think three games, maybe two at most all year. By the way, this has got to be the most snake bitten team I have ever seen in college basketball history. They have lost of the twelve or thirteen games that they've lost. 10 of them have been in single digits. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> it's really rough. That is rough. But no, I I never heard of that team before. And I'm like, well, we're just going to, you know, run all the way up and down the floor on them, which we did. It was so, close. Uh, it was close in the first half. Um, well, we it, were up by 13, I think, at the half. Right. They made a run late in the first half to get into double digits. And then, uh-huh. uh, and then they blew the doors off of them. Now we struggled a little bit with Northwestern. Um, give give the uh, Wildcats credit; they they took advantage of the uh, momentum, I think, from that win over Michigan State uh-huh. over the weekend, and they played their hearts out. But they just didn't have enough at the end of the day. By the way, we almost gifted them the game by missing five straight free throws to end the game. Oof. Well, I mean, here's the thing: Northwestern is actually—I mean, this is the best team I've seen them have in a long time, in a long time. Yeah, so. they just have problems with fouls and turnovers and yep. Right. But that all being all said, right. it is time for the headline. Biden says Corn Pop's death was more impactful than MLK's. Biden says Corn Pop's death was more impactful than MLK's. Is this oh. the B or not the B? That is the question. While you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, if you haven't yet. You need to go to preparewithmojo50.com. <clears throat> Why? Because we live in a crazy, crazy world. We live in a very deranged world, apparently, according you know from the uh, Salt Lake Tribune article that we just went over at the top half of the show. Um, and because we live in such a deranged world, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know what it's going to mean for our jobs, our economy, our families, our children. Um I don't I don't know. Because I don't know, I want to be prepared. And the best way to start by getting prepared is going to preparewithmojo50.com. They've teamed up with my Patriot Supply where you can get a emergency food supply kits of all different sizes. The food stays good for up to 25 years on your shelf, folks. And the food is actually pretty good. So 
all you have to do is go to preparewithmojo50.com. Go and look through and see what, what uh, is within your price range in terms of their emergency food supply kits. You get all sorts of great options there. Anything from a 72-hour kit to an eight-week kit. And again, it stays good on your shelf for up to 25 years. Stock up. Get your food storage going. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That is preparewithmojo50.com. Biden says Corn Pop's death was more impactful than MLK's. Andrew Coppins, is this the B or not the B? This is the Babylon B. Are you sure? Yeah, because because of the Corn Pop reference. But um, but I wouldn't be surprised if if the Democrats come out and now say that uh, that MLK Day shouldn't be something that we celebrate. Oh wait, yeah. no, they won't. They won't, but but I I think some some might wanna. Yep, but this is the Babylon Bee, right? Yes, this is the Babylon Bee. <sighs> Americans are reacting to a newly unearthed statement Biden made during his presidential campaign, in which he claimed that Corn Pop's death was more impactful than the cause of justice than MLK's. Listen, folks, no joke. I ain't kidding around here. For real. I know what I'm talking about. Listen carefully. I'll say this once. No joke, Biden began. As I stood over the body of the infamous gangster Corn Pop, after wrapping a chain around his head, I knew his death would would have a much greater far-reaching impact than even the death of MLK. Corn Pop was a bad dude, but his death launched my path to the presidency. If I hadn't become president, the blacks would be back in chains and a bunch of other blacks would be white due to voting for Trump. He died for a good cause. Civil rights have, uh, civil right leaders have tried to distance themselves from Biden in light of his remarks, at least until his remarks are no longer a part of the news cycle, at which point they will no longer distance themselves. We are disappointed with Biden's remarks, said Jesse Jackson, but we overlooked them since he's a Democrat and continue to support him until he says something weird or racist again. Later that day, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi offered a prayer to Corn Pop to thank him for dying for the cause of justice. Good God. <laughs> Just good God. You know, and it's funny, too, because yesterday in our interview with uh, Steve Dace, the best-selling author of Fauci and Bargain and the current author of the new uh, Do What You Believe or You Won't Be Free to Believe It for Much Longer... Uh, Steve Days, right? Um, right. We had, he had kind of hinted at this concept that uh, if we were to apply the way that they apply the standards of our founding fathers, right, uh, and mm -hmm. how we shouldn't celebrate this or that or whatever, right? If we were to apply those standards to Martin Luther King Jr., why, 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 why? This guy was not a necessarily uh, moral individual, shall we say? No. Ironically, mm -hmm. because he was a pastor, and and yes, pastors are. Oh, that's right, fallible like the rest of us, right? And yet we we celebrate, and and most people have a day off 
to celebrate a man who is not. a philanderer, an adulterer, potentially a perjurer, um, all sorts of wonderful goodness. He was the exact, right. like, if you know enough about what the FBI uh, tapes say about him, and if you know enough about what the rumor mill in Atlanta was at the time, if you know enough about what the reality was versus the rumor mill at the time, um, he was, he is the, personally, the exact opposite of his professional um, image. Yes. But that doesn't mean that his words, that his work in that regard, you know, kind of like Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali wasn't this super fantastic individual either, right? But he was very impactful and very important because of the work, because of the words, because of the things that he did publicly. And so I don't think you can discredit that. But that's neither here nor there. I just wanted to make that point that it's okay to to celebrate MLK and his adultery and philandering and and all sorts of of things that he did behind the scenes. But uh, we can't see. We have to apply the lens of today to the lens to the people of 1776, right? Right. Okay. Ridiculous. But anyway, it is time, Pat. It is time for us to hit WTF Wednesday. And and by the way, um, you know, Izzo, at any point in time, you can pay us. Like, you could pay us daily. $100 a day would be fantastic. You know, when we get it right. And by the way, we know he has the money. He clearly has the money. Have you seen his suit game? That's my point. We know he has the money. Yep. If it costs you an extra suit a year, wah, the ambulance is called. Maybe it'll cost him an extra cigar or two, too. Wah. Sacrifice. For the greater good. For the greater good. But I am actually going to start off WTF Wednesday with this, Pat. Pensy Spice's CEO calling MLK holiday Republicans are racist weekend. All of it to pump sales, and it gets a backlash. Huh? So I don't know if you know the company Pensy's Spices. Uh, no, I don't. It's a rather famous Wisconsin company. Um, very famous, actually. Like It's so famous that it their spices go all around the world. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> we got Pensy's Spices for our as a gift when we got married. That's how uh-huh. like big this company is, right? Okay. Well, the CEO of Pensy Spices said that he was renaming Martin Luther King Jr. weekend Republicans are racist weekend <clears throat> in a newsletter to customers. The owner says, remember how Republicans going against a mountain of evidence to the contrary once again lied and said BLM wasn't a peaceful movement when said 
uh, terrorists inciting violence throughout the country and then raced out to buy a crap load of guns because maybe they were finally going to get their chance to shoot a black person? What a bunch of racists, he also wrote, while suggesting Republicans fantasize about killing black people. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Bill Penzi said that his intent was to anger Republicans into honoring King, the late civil rights leader. Now, in addition to that newsletter, he offered a Republicans are racist weekend deal on the website. What? So, again, um, what is one of our our statements of getting used to different? And one of our core tenets of, of making sure liberty stands. Uh, don't associate with those that insult you? Don't do business with people who insult you. I mean, this isn't even insulting. This is just dumbassery. Now, the good news is that he faced major backlash. I want you to hear this, Pat. This is a quote from a customer that Fox Business got. I am not a Democrat or a Republican, having never registered for either party. I am, however, first and foremost a patriot, and as such, I recognize the difficult time our country is facing right now as various factions inside and out try to foment discord amongst us. The fact that any company feels they can make a uh, make a such patently absurd statement like this and not immediately be condemned by all is a testament to how far things have deteriorated in this great country. Another customer was reportedly so shocked by the letter that he initially believed it was a joke and that the Wisconsin-based company's email system had been compromised. Penzi's site also offers discounts on three spices, China cinnamon, Mexican oregano, and Penzi's curry. Now, they're famous for, like, funny names to their spice blends. But also, most of them are very culturally appropriated names. Now, Uh Penzi also emailed customers earlier this month to say that Republican voters are the number one threat to this country. He followed up in his most recent letter to customers by saying, quote, the racist label is one you will deservingly wear every day you stand with the Republican Party. Get used to it, or maybe instead become a better person. The choice is yours. We'll be here rooting for you to choose love. Now, he's not above using these moments to try to generate funds because following the 2020 Kenosha, Wisconsin riots, he suggested looting his own store. This guy is insane. This company is nuts. Don't do business with it. Don't. Yeah. Um. I never heard of them until this article, and I understand that they're famous and all, but uh, any chance that I ever had of uh, ever trying any of their products went out the window. It's gone, and it ain't coming back. Yep. Now, do you do you want to go, or do you want me to continue on uh, the WTF one state train? Well, I I would I would actually like to take one here. 
um, because this kind of goes along with our uh, B or not the B state our story for today, and I I thought that this was worth uh, bringing up. But uh, that that Babylon B story that I just went over has actually some uh, <clears throat> very pointed satire and some some truth to it because um, Biden now faces a renewed ridicule after comparing MLK's assassination to the death of George Floyd, and because in his comments. He had said that uh, George Floyd's death was more impactful than Martin Luther King's. <laughs> and I actually, you know what you, I actually found myself doing, though? I actually asked myself that question, was it? So my response to that would be, um, talk to anybody under the age of 30 and ask them who George Floyd is today. I, I I think and it's I would guess I it would that, probably be about sixty forty or seventy thirty in the who. I came to that same conclusion, um, because I mean that was almost two years ago now. How many people are? I mean, give, give this ten years. How many people are going to remember his name? You know, right? I, I think I think those those that you know like like you and me probably will, but like get much younger than that you know it's it's not going to happen in and and i and i think it has more to do with the fact that people are more involved in their own lives than they are in following every bit of news right and most Mm. importantly we have to recognize that we live in a different world than a lot of other people do because we have to pay attention right and i think the other aspect of this pat is it, it Maybe the answer would depend on what time of year we're in, because if we were in like late May, early June, there's going to be a lot of news stories that will populate about George Floyd and all that stuff. So I I would say if you ask them right now, probably about 70, 30, 60, 40, wouldn't have a freaking clue. And if you asked who MLK was, it would probably be about 90, 10. Or maybe 99 to one that would know who he was quite possibly that's all you need to know right because i mean we can say we can say all the bad things that uh, martin luther king supposedly did especially within his personal life because he was a fallible man Uh but everybody remembers the i have a dream speech everybody remembers the the civil rights things that he stood for everybody remembers those things that we learn about those things we teach those things can you honestly say we we can honestly say the good things that MLK stood for, but can we say that about George Floyd? I, yeah, I don't I know if you can. Mm-hmm. So I, I really don't yeah. know if you can. But I I I resent I resent the fact that our president said that George Floyd's death was more impactful than Martin Luther King. Yeah. Um, so. Now, in the, the other WTF category, um, CNN is announcing that they have a new team dedicated to covering misinformation. They do? I'm surprised they didn't do this like five years ago. So is it just CNN running on a loop? It, it are, are, does be, that right? mean that they're just going to replay CNN on a loop? On a different it, channel? They, they, or Or that they're going to... I don't understand. 
I, I mean, they would have to, wouldn't they? Yep. Uh-huh. 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 And then, Pat, I bring you this headline. Um, <clears throat> oh, boy. Alabama football coach Nick Saban urges West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin to support Freedom to Vote Act. Yes. Yep. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Does Nick Saban live in West Virginia? No, but he was born and raised in West Virginia. So my, I guess my question is, what say does he have in West Virginia politics? He's also really good friends with Joe Manchin, apparently. Now, okay, he's not the only Joe, one to Joe sign Manchin this letter because, hey. wait for it, Pat, other famous uh-huh. West Virginians, Jerry West, Oliver Luck, Daryl Talley, and Paul Tagliabue have signed on to the letter, stating, quote, are you ready for it? Are you ready? Hit me. Well, uh, we strongly support urgently needed legislation that will protect both the rights of voters and the integrity of outcomes in all federal elections. The Freedom to Vote Act, which you sponsored with committee Senate or chair Senator Amy Klobuchar and other colleagues, effectively addresses these goals. Now, we also support your leadership in sharing legislation to secure our democracy by protecting election integrity, principled presidential transitions, and our national security during transitions. We come from some of our nation's most popular sports leagues, conferences, and teams. Some of us have roots and shapes uh, and shaped our lives in West Virginia. Others follow very different paths, and some of us have been rivals in sports or business. But we are all certain that democracy is best when voting is open to everyone on a level playing field. The referees are neutral. And at the end of the game, the final score is respected and accepted. Now, it's interesting because Saban also put a footnote at the bottom of this letter stating that he does support uh, keeping the filibuster. But what 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 the hell is this? Do, do they not understand what the Freedom to Vote Act does? Because it literally doesn't level the playing field. It literally changes the game, and it literally. M- takes away the neutrality of of elections it completely takes it away yeah you know this kind of goes back to uh, steve's new book uh, that we talked about yesterday do what you believe he actually does talk about in there that that we actually may have to accept the fact that we may no longer have free and fair elections um, well, I, and, I, and this we have to because we've already seen it. Now, in the state right. of Wisconsin, by the way, Pat, this is a story that wasn't really widely covered. Um, the state, uh, there there was a an issue with the ballot boxes. Like, you can't just put a ballot box anywhere, right? That The allegation was that that's what was going on in Milwaukee and, and other areas to ballot harvest, mm-hmm. right? They struck down those uh, the ability to do that and to ballot harvest. Now, Pat, this isn't a WTF other than I have a question at the end, but I want you to listen to this video because this is the announcement that we had talked about earlier from UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson. We can return to Plan A in England and allow Plan B regulations to expire. As a result, from the start of Thursday next week, mandatory certification will end. Organizations can, of course, choose to use the NHS COVID pass voluntarily, but we will end the compulsory use of COVID status certification in England. 
From now on, the government is no longer asking people to work from home. And people should now speak to their employers about arrangements for returning to the office. And having looked at the data carefully, the Cabinet concluded that once regulations lapse, the government will no longer mandate the wearing of face masks anywhere. Mr Speaker... Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker from, from, tomorrow, from tomorrow we will no longer require face masks in classrooms and the Department, and the Department for Education will shortly remove national guidance uh, on their use in communal areas. In the country at large we will continue to suggest the use of face coverings in enclosed or crowded spaces, particularly when you come into contact with people you don't normally meet. But we will trust the judgment of the British people and no longer criminalise anyone who chooses not to wear one. The government will also ease restrictions further on visits to care homes and my right honourable friend, the Secretary of State for Health and Social Care will set out plans in the coming days. Mr Speaker, as we return to Plan A, the House will know that some measures still remain, including those on self-isolation. <clears throat> Pat, simple question. Uh-huh. Did we just see Great Britain, the leftist country of Great Britain, become more free than the United States of America? Yes, yes, we did. And 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 also how long before we, the United States of America, do this in our own country? I, the suggestion from the CDC the other day, right, Pat? That suggestion uh-huh. that um, masks don't work should have been the end of this. But we have a president who is a, a Pino, right? President in name only. Cool. And therefore, all the fear mongers, all the panic porn producers that are in that cabinet are going to continue down this road. And why did Great Britain make this switch? Why? It's because they know the same information the CDC knows. And more importantly, they're looking at data every day. They have made much more data-driven decisions than we have throughout this entire process. That doesn't That's mean the they reality. get everything right, but yes. Hmm? Mm. That doesn't mean they get everything right, though. No, but they're, at least they're using data and reason for, for their decision-making. By and large. And we don't have a government capable of doing that from a state level to a local level to our, our, our Pino. We don't have that. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And let's go, Brandon. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. As always, Matthew 547. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.